this is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. You guys are amazing, man. What in the world? Billy Boy. This guy. Man, I'm never going street witnessing with you, dude. You make me look horrible. <laughs> Bro, and you look sharp, too. Super handsome. I mean, you just got it all going on. I was reminded, Mike was reminding me, it's so funny. Like, if you want to be, like, super encouraged... Uh, well, first, love Michael and Jessica, and it's so encouraging she said that. And You carry certain gifts, thank God, it's all Jesus. But how many of you know if you're strong in others, sometimes you're weak in others? <laughs> so if you ever want to be really encouraged on the streets and evangelizing, run with me. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'd be like, dude, I got this. Brian, man, I got so many funny stories. But one, Mike just reminded me, it's so funny. Um, I can walk around, how am I going to mess up the camera shots or not? All right. Kind of up on the front there. But I kid you not, this really happened. This wasn't that long ago either. So it shows you it doesn't matter how long you think you've been running with Jesus and kind of got a lock on things you never do. Um, So, yeah, I'm driving in town. I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And um, Ricola paper. Um, And I see this uh, couple with a little uh, young boy, African-Americans. We call them blacks in the South, blacks and whites. I don't know. Sometimes I travel so much, you got to be politically correct and all this. But I love, people know that run with me. I don't know what it is. Like, I love uh, black people, man. Just always have. And I love the little hair, the little poof balls and how they do it and stuff. (laughs) And uh, it's funny, Mike... uh, He'll be telling me stories, and like Jess said, I'm real visual, so I like to see things. And so I'll stop him. I'll be like, wait, were they black or white? And he'll be like, they were white. Does the story not as valuable now? Like, he knows where they, you know. <laughs> or like, were they this or that man or girl? You know, I just want to see it. But they know this, so they mess with me. So I'm riding on a main uh, intersection, and I see him with a young boy, major, like, out in the middle of nowhere. I was like, that doesn't look right. So I pull over. I said, hey, you guys need a ride. And um, young couple, real beautiful, precious young boy. They're like, yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. You know, this is around Christmas time, actually. I think last Christmas. And so they hopped in. I said, what's going on? Where are you going? They said, well, our car broke down, like, way down by New Orleans. And they had been walking all this way. And they're trying to get to a place because they were trying to go up to Atlanta to be with their family for Christmas. Yeah. And so I'm like... I'll say, oh, wow, we'll figure this out. Just hop in. And I don't know anything about cars or mechanics and stuff. I was useless there. I'm like, God's going to have to help us another way. So uh, I kid you not, I'm with them like half the day. I mean, Mike's texting me because we were supposed to be talking about something and calling, and I can't answer his call because I'm with them. And we're passing by somewhere to eat. And I said, look, you guys hungry? They said, no, they didn't want to impose. You know, but I could tell the little boy's eyes lit up in my rear view. I said, no, 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 let's go. Drove him somewhere. And uh, we got him something to eat. And I said, I know what we'll do. Let's just fly you up to Atlanta for Christmas. And then we'll figure your car out later. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm not too calculated, but it works. And so we go to my house. And, and I live on this uh, kind of a lake and a lot of ducks and stuff. And this little boy loved it. He had never really seen ducks before. And so, I mean, where I'm getting at, they're with me like a whole half of a day. I mean, we're eating. We're going home. I'm getting them tickets. I sent them off to Atlanta for Christmas. It's a beautiful story, right? 
right after I call Mike, evangelist. You know, he's so much more apostolic and everything else, but he's got that evangelist heart. So he goes, I was like, Mike, so sorry, dude. I was helping these people, this couple and all this, and, uh, you know, getting them to their family for Christmas. Beautiful story. Just precious. Here he goes. Accountability. Did you tell him about Jesus? (laughs) Question number one, man. He didn't say how cute was the boy or none of that. And I'm like, dang it. I totally, I'm telling you, it's it's that bad. I forgot. I was like, oh, Jesus, help me. It's bad, man. Y'all need to pray for me. I'm with these, they're in my truck. I'm feeding them. They're at my house and I'm hanging with them all day. (laughs) I'm just trying to love on them, take care of them. And I'm like, man, I get caught up in like, man, God moving and speaking and wonders. But like people are walking right by me going to hell and I'm forgetting to talk about Jesus. You know, like Jesus help me. So anyway, love you, Billy boy. That's encouraging, man. Convicting at the same time. And uh, so anyway, uh, around Christmas time, this comforted me a little bit. This is what I used to justify the situation. Uh, they text me a picture, and uh, the precious boy and all this, and, and they're in an amazing home, like big, elaborate, like huge home. I'm like, man. And they go, hey, thanks so much. We made it. We're actually Cruflo Dollars like nephews or something. The major preacher, like somehow... Yeah, I flew them up there. So I, I want to say they were saved. Can you believe with me that they didn't need to? That's what we're going we're gonna to stick with that story. <laughs> so anyway, but that's encouraging. Um, all right, let's jump in and, and I won't keep you guys long. Is there like a normal time we watch it? We'll go for it. All right, cool. What's that? Uh, you guys thinking midnight? One? I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I want to share a, a couple of verses quick that were on my heart. And then, um, and even I just felt a shift in worship. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Right when they hit uh, the holy part, it got bananas up in here. And, uh, and you got to watch that sometimes. It isn't. You know, heaven's very calculated uh, when he moves and why he does what he does. And so I, I figured I want to just share a couple of verses, if that's okay, and then pray together uh, in that whole aspect of just holiness, man. The purity of God, his beauty. And then I believe it's going to set us up for him to come pretty strong. Is that okay? Yeah, you see, um, like throughout all of Scripture, I mean, generals of old, apostles, prophets, and everything, in the one man... Uh, Jesus chose to have forerun him was John the Baptist. No big whirlwinds, no fire coming down out of heaven, but he preached a message of purity, you know, and holiness, and he, he would straighten up those crooked paths so Jesus could step on the scene. You guys know what I'm talking about? And it's beautiful, and I've just been noticing more and more that when we allow God to purify us, Jesus can so much more fully reign within our lives quickly too. That's all he's waiting for often is a few aspects of life. Uh, Hebrews 12 says for us to throw off those sins that so easily entangle us, those weighty things. You know, often we think, well, God will do it. You know, he's sovereign and he is and he's loving, but sometimes you, we have to throw them off. You guys tracking with me? Joshua chapter three, verse five, he says, look boys, I mean, they're, they're up to the promised land going in the next day. 
but he knew that mystery of purity and the fullness of Jesus coming. And that's all I want for tonight, honestly. Jesus nights. I mean, him to come in and blast us. And so <laughs> then I think we're going to kind of go whatever direction he wants to go. But it's amazing. Um, Joshua knew this mystery, even in the Old Testament. He says, look, guys, tomorrow we enter. God's going to do great wonders amongst us. Promised land, milk, honey. But he knew the unsanctified things that couldn't cross over. And a lot of times we want promised land. We have prophecies and promises hovering over our lives for that land. But we don't walk in it because we've still got feet back in this wilderness side. You guys know what I'm talking about? And I've been there plenty of times. This isn't a condemning thing. And I'm not one of those guys going to call you out, so don't worry about it. People get nervous, you know. Who's been lying to their mom? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't do that. Yeah, God's not into shaming people, but, but he'll, it'll lift and shift quick. And, uh, but he said, look, purify ourselves. He said, guys, purify yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord's going to do great wonders amongst us. And so that's all we're going to do here in a second is pray together. Let Jesus purify us. And then uh, I want the glory to come, man, Jesus, because he'll still come, but where certain aspects of our life aren't fully surrendered, he can't come. You guys know what I'm talking about? Um, And even, you know, I liken it to, let's imagine, do we have like a bottle of water, like a full bottle? Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, You know, the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, right? So this bottle, let's say this, the water in this bottle is the, the Holy Spirit, completely full. So that means nowhere in this, this container is there not liberty. But where the Spirit of the Lord is not, there's bondage somewhere in our lives. You follow me? And, and also certain aspects that aren't in full surrender, whether it be little, uh, you know, the little foxes that, that um, Song of Solomon chapter 2 mentions, the Holy Spirit can't fully reign, so there's not complete freedom. You guys know what I'm talking about? And often it's just as simple as what we're going to do in a second of prayer, posture, Jesus, I don't want these things anymore. Throwing off those weighty things and those sins that so easily entangle us. And, and the Bible says it's the little foxes. How many of you know he's calling us higher as the bride, man? Ephesians 5.27 says he's looking for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And in these times, a grace comes and an ease just to let these things go and live clean and pure. And, it's, and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't know how the Holy Spirit could fully fill me like that. And I mean, joy breaks in, complete liberty and freedom, you know. And uh, so Joshua knew this mystery. He said, look, purify yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord's going to do great wonders amongst us. And I was even reading the other day in Second Timothy 2, verse 20. You don't have to go there, but... Listen to this, New Living Translation. I love it because it just, it's more like I talk, you know. How many of you read King James? Be honest. Dude, mad respect. I can't understand it. <laughs> I'm serious. I got to like, wait, wait. I got to stop and do verses over and, and uh, I'm sure it's more potent in other areas, but I do the kind of weak version sometimes to make sense. So New Living Translation, listen to this. In a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver. Some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions. And the cheap ones for everyday use. Now watch this. I love this, man. This is Paul. He's setting it up. How many of you like the fancy utensils? How many like the plastic forks? All right. (laughs) Just checking. My house, paper plates, plastic cups, baby. I'm trying to minimize dishwashing. I'm just being honest. 
Yeah. But in the kingdom, we, we got to go fancy. You know what I'm saying? So this is kingdom. Paul says, if you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean and you will be ready for the master to use for every good work. Listen, he goes on, he says, run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. I'm telling you, man, it's a beautiful thing. It's so free, light. The fullness of that yoke in Matthew 29 that the Lord speaks of comes upon you. It says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And it just rests upon pure hearts. But when there's impurities there, he doesn't love you any less. He's not trying to condemn you, shame you. He just can't fully rest upon you. Does that make sense? He can't step on crooked paths. Jesus only walks on straight paths called the highway of holiness. And man, these, these people, the enemy does not want. He's like, now just hang on to a couple foxes. Really, please. Get the gifts. Prophesy. Matthew 7 says, uh, 22 people came. Lord, Lord, prophesy in your name. Cast out devils. Many mighty exploits. The Lord said, I didn't know you. You, you know that verse? So there's a place you can operate in kingdom function, but miss out on the depth of unity and oneness with Jesus. And that's all we're going here. So, so we want to be the expensive uh, tools used for good use in the kingdom, you know, that heaven can rest upon. But you see it directly connected to pure hearts, right? Psalms 24 said, who can ascend the hill of the Lord? Those that have clean hands and a pure heart, you know, and, and your hands speak of outward deeds, and your heart speaks of the inner life, you know, and so we just want them both clean. And, and so that's really what I wanted to exhort quickly and pray with you because it's a beautiful thing and you can be free. I think there's many people in here um, that have even struggled with things for years that you're going to feel immediate relief. You know, uh, Hebrews 12, like I said, it says those sins that so easily entangle us. And how many of you know, that's why right after it says run the race with perseverance after you throw them off. You can't run the race with perseverance tangled up in stuff. You know what I'm talking about? It's just like a ball and chain. It's slowing you down, and it's delaying all of us and from hitting that high, high place of, of the Lord. So um, let's do this real quick. If you just want to stand, we'll just surrender our hearts afresh. Let purity come. And it's just that simple, man. It's not some complicated thing. That's what I love about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't let me forget. Uh, anyway, there's something else. <laughs> I'm all over the place. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's simply this. Th- those little foxes, that it says it destroys the vine, right, in Scripture? Well, the Scripture clearly says in the New Testament, Jesus says, I am that vine. Abide in me, and I in you, and my words in you, and you'll bear much fruit. So the little foxes, they chew on the roots, and that, that fruit flowing from that vine begins to diminish. And so when you cut them out and throw off those sins that so easily entangle, it's a freedom and a power and a life that comes in Jesus is so much more near. His voice is so much more clear. And, um, but it's simply this repentance, purity, like, like Paul just says, purify ourselves. It's simple. You're going one way in choices, inner life decisions. You stop and just turn around. You guys tracking with me? It's not some big complicated thing. It's not a process. It's not progressive. It's immediate. The blood of Jesus comes whew, brand new immediately. He's not trying to shame anybody. Then we say, therefore, there now is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. It's freedom. It's amazing. So, yeah, just look to him quick, and we're going to become some fancy utensils up in here. (laughs) 
I'm t- Jesus is amazing, isn't he? It's incredible. He's not trying to make you pay or beat you over the head. He just wants your whole heart. That's all it is. And all of a sudden, you're going to be up in like a five-course meal of heaven. So just uh, lift your hands to heaven. Let's surrender. Jesus, you're amazing. And uh, just even within your heart before him, begin to just do whatever you want to do. But God, we love you. And I thank you right now for your precious blood. Lord Jesus, wash us. We pray, make us new right now. I pray for a fresh wind to blow through this place of the Holy Spirit. Come. Crooked paths be made straight. Fully reign in our life. Come Holy Spirit. Thank you right now. Now just even before God in your heart, release those, uh, those sins that so easily beset us. Those little foxes. This is the day, I'm telling you. Harden not your heart. Today is the day of salvation. Never again. And you'll find a grace. Such an ease to never go back. And you watch destiny take off like a rocket. Because now that's the straight path, the highway of holiness, where Jesus can fully reign. I tell you, even as a point of just verbal contact, repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, wash me in your blood. Make me new. And make my life that straight path. Walk fully in me as the highway of holiness. Be glorified in my life. I surrender every area of my heart to you. Clean my hands now. And purify my heart. In your precious name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Now just stay standing. Let's just let the Holy Spirit come. Just focus on Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Light, light, light. I feel it. Many of you are free now. That, that light and easy yoke of the Lord's upon you. Yep. There is therefore now no condemnation because you're in Christ. dim the lights if that's possible come on Jesus place just begin to um, sing sing a new song to Jesus now and in return let him rest upon you 
as a new straight path, highway of holiness. Let him come touch you in a fresh way. You're more than welcome to come out the aisles, come hang out front with me. Just be free now. Don't worry about the person next to you. Set yourself up for encounter. Yeah, be free. Lay down, run around, jump up and down. I don't care. Just meet Jesus now. There it is. As you see Jesus, connect your spirit to him through tongues of angels. Just begin to connect directly to heaven. All over this place, let it out. Let rivers flow out of your bellies. Let rivers flow straight to Jesus. There it is, let it out. Worship him, worship him. Just see Jesus now. Get lost in the glory. Jesus, come. Touch your people. Be glorified in this place, Lord. Spirit, glorify Jesus in this place. Show us your glory. Glory, come. Glory, fill the house. There it is, just received now, all over this place. Glory, fill the house. Glory, fill the house. Yeah, and just for the next few moments, if you're, if you're near somebody, uh, I'm about to come through and lay hands on people if that's okay. But if you're near somebody, just lay hands on them real quick. Let's just let uh, the presence of God ignite in, in here. The, the glory of God is tangible. It's like electric currents. And just begin to pray and sing in the spirit over the person next to you right now. Let it out all over this place. Let waves of heaven flow through you. There it is. Receive the glory of God. The Bible says you have the kingdom of heaven within you. Loose the glory into your neighbor. There it is. Just receive.
That's it. Be filled with the Spirit now. Be filled to overflowing. Glory flow in the house now. Even there at your homes, receive the glory of God through live stream. Power flow. Just lay hands on yourself. Receive the glory of God. Healings flow in the house. Be healed right now. Breakthrough, divine encounter in Jesus' name. God, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.